Am I making any sense? All right. We are having another very special episode of Am I Making Sense? Today, I have my buddy, my confidant, Kyle Hovland. Kyle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Hey, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for having me, buddy. So these days, man, I just kick off the podcast and say, are you okay? Yeah. Is everything all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably feeling like you are pretty like, I've been feeling a little anxious and just, um, well, from your wallpaper, it looks like you're, you're, you're really fit. Um, have you I, been hitting the gym? I am fit. I have been going to the gym. You can see okay. my picture. Uh, okay. it's like, it's, it's pretty, you know, like nonstop, uh, workout. Just getting ripped all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah um, well, one thing I want to know is, actually, it's a two-part question. So when, you're, when you have a physique as godly, actually, it's more demigod because you look like maybe your father was a god and your um, mother was a mere mortal, much like in Greek, Greek mythology. Uh-huh. Um, do you find it difficult with intimidating men and attracting women? Is it overwhelming the amount of men who are intimidated by you? That's new to, news to me. I I wrap up my muscles, so it's a secret. Yeah, and I I don't usually like to talk about my body, but uh, right. But like, so I don't really talk. People usually they they uh, they're not intimidated. They're not intimidated by me at all, and it's, my muscles is kind of a secret, you know. Yeah. But, perhaps, but I, I we're kind of having an open discussion, so I sure. Have a, picture of me at the gym yeah no i mean it's good and it's good to show that you're uh helping keep covid away by having yeah. a boosted immune system and really i don't think the covid virus would be able to penetrate uh you know that the uh, marble slab of muscle That's, pectoral muscle that you have there you're making me feel better already man it's awesome yeah. i don't know if you noticed from my background but i actually decided to podcast from bora bora <laughs> I'd rather be where you're at. That looks beautiful. Yeah. The only thing cooking here is the uh, pig luau. Dude, that would be awesome. Like like some, you know, some couple of nice drinks and uh, some pork and, and you're stranded with a with a beautiful lady and you're out yeah. on this beat. I just, I'd rather be where you, where you are at, you know. Well, yeah, it's been stressful for me lately, not just because of, everything going on in the world but i've uh since we last spoke i've become a big time youtube sensation you are a big youtube sensation man i i, I love watching your podcast and you yes i i was so impressed i told you the other day like you got mark norman on your podcast like that's a that's yeah. not a, you know he, he's a guy in the stand-up world that's that's a big deal i mean he has a special um, comedy central he's on a lot of big shows and podcasts like you have i don't You've gotten some big catches, you know, on your show. It's very impressive, you know? You know, I got the sense from him that he doesn't say no to anything. (laughs) (laughs) So I think he would have said yes if a hobo on the street walked up with like a a Fisher-Price microphone and said, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? He probably would have been like, okay, yeah. And he would have done I think he was hung over. I think him and some other local comics were at a football game the day before. So um, he totally forgot that he was doing the podcast. So I had to go over to his, uh, 
I had to go over to his hotel room. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And then I had to have uh, inappropriate sexual relations with him in order to get the podcast. Well, that's, uh, that just sounds like, you know, dream come true, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just part of It's, it's all part of the job, right? That's <laughs> what we got to do as yeah. uh, podcasters and performers. So Kyle, tell me, have you been able to get any mic time in, in the last five months? Five months, not really. Like I, yes, I started to infrequently, you know, like the first couple months, um, you know, I have some really good friends. I would, I've heard both. I've heard people say they missed it and I heard people say they didn't miss it, but you know, I really, uh, didn't miss it. Not be, just because I think I, I didn't realize not just with stand up, but with other things, I didn't realize how much I wanted a break from everything and not being out and just, the first couple of months, like, uh, obviously it was terrible that anyone that got sick and died from it and, and the economic effects and everything was terrible. But the first couple of months of not doing anything, I was on a personal level enjoying it. I was like sleeping, in, yeah. not doing anything, watching, having a James Bond marathon, Mad Max marathon, Batman marathon. Mm. And I was just like, great. You know, I was just really enjoying myself. And then like, the world started falling apart more and I started having cabin fever and it's just, you know, it's just been crazy. And, uh, yeah, I'm definitely anxious. I, I, I don't know how much, it feels like the world is ending, but at least on, you know, from a net on a national level. And as far as comedy, I, I like to think, you know, I've heard people say that things come in three sometimes. So you yeah. had the coronavirus and, and 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 you had social unrest and rioting and tension and violence and now you have the fires. It's like hopefully, yeah. hopefully this wraps up soon. We have twenty twenty one and we can go back to living. You know. And I got I got to apologize ahead of time. I, I feel very low energy. Like I'm just I'm happy talking with you, but I, I'm just like kind of. I'm laying in my. I'm, I'm okay. Just very chill. No, 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 no. The most so exciting. That was my fault. That was my fault because my line of questioning went over to depressing stuff. But you said something that I wanted to unpack. No, no. Can we un do an unpack real no. quick? And then, and then I want to talk to you about a few what, of your friends. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. So um, you just mentioned you watched all of the Mad Max. Did you watch all of the Mad Max series over this um, shutdown? Yeah, I've, done, I've watched it many times, you know. Um, okay, before, I need your opinion. Many times, many times before. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorite movies. I, I'm, I'm a big, you know, I love movies. So, uh, but it's, it's, as, as most people do. But uh, yeah, it's one. Of my, uh, I'm. Go ahead. So, what, in your opinion, if you had to rank them, like you say, uh -huh. this is the most. So, okay, let's say I come to you and I'm a total noob, and I go. I've never watched any of the Mad Max uh, movies. What what do you say? And I go, well, you know what? I want to I want to have one experience, and if that's a good experience, I'll watch the rest. But if it's a bad experience, then I'm done. I'm uh, not watching anymore. Which one do I have to watch? Probably be the wrong guy to ask, only because 
the the answer to that would be to watch the new one and i i love the new one it's incredible but i'm a completist it's a kind of compulsive aspect of me and i would say just you don't need to see any of them to see the most recent one but yeah uh start from the beginning watch the very first one yeah and it 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 is it's it's funny each one has its own flavor like the very first one is like a really good um like B movie, midnight yeah. movie, post-apocalyptic kind of, but I mean, they were like, talk about like a pirate movie. Like they were stealing things from liquor stores and setting it up and, and then returning it. Uh, you know, the only Max had a leather suit the, the other guys were wearing vinyl. Like they were uh-huh. very, it was a very low budget movie, but it's a classic in a sense. And that, yeah. and, and it's, so it's really, it's really good. Mad Max 2 Road Warrior is was as far as like a production standpoint as far as action stunts it's the I would say and the storyline everything it's the best one of the original series yeah and it's kind of the quintessential Mad Max movie because it's the most influential it's the one that blew up in the US yeah you know Waterworld is like Mad Max in the water yeah Uh, I'm trying to I'm a Road it's, Warrior you know, guy. Like I, that's what I would recommend. I would recommend yeah. Road Warrior. Yes. Um, now, well, it's that's interesting. That's a great answer. It's interesting because you mentioned the most recent one, and I think the most recent ha- has enough legs that you don't have to be oh, a franchise expert, expert. But here's what I found I, really interesting yeah. is there were a lot of movie critics out there and also friends of mine who said – that Fury Road might be, go down as one of uh, the best movies ever made. What's your opinion? I I agree with them. Really interesting. I I agree with them. I think I I do, I'll tell you why. Okay. I'll tell you why. I think from a pure visual, it's probably is. Uh, you know, this is what I how I think. I think Mad Max was really good. The second one was like the best of the first series, right? Which was called Mad Max 2 in other countries and Road Warrior here. The third one, uh, there were some tragedies. So it was not just Miller that uh, that worked on it. It was the director duties was split because he went through a personal tragedy, tragedy. And the first act of the third one is like the best of the series. It's incredible. The first act is like, it has David Lynch like qualities. It's a really weird movie. It's different. Yeah. And then after the Thunderdome, after the Thunderdome, it turns into like the PG Mad Max meets, uh, you know, Mad Max meets uh, the Goonies or something. It it, it Mm -hmm. becomes, or Mad Max meets the Ewoks or Peter Pan. It's like, he turns into a Peter Pan movie. It's really, it's almost like that should have been a two, yeah, that should have been a two yes. movie. That was not, it, did, it was weird. But, you know, I was always a fan it's, of Thunderdome for one reason. And I, I always kind of, right. I, I had the hots um, as a young man for Tina Turner. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I like, think her birthday. I, I'm, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, she's incredible, dude. No, no, no! I, I'm interrupting. I, she's incredible. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. And so she was I, in just, that outfit. It's a schizophrenic. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's in the outfit. Go ahead. Yeah. No, the outfit was enough. 
<laughs> I really like that outfit. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's a two it's, it's a two story model. It's schizophrenic almost. Yes. Almost. It's like the first 40 minutes, first 40 minutes, you're like, oh wow, he was going in a different direction. But as a whole, it's my least favorite of the first ser- of the first series. And Thanks. then how many years later, the fourth movie in the series, and it's like the best one of the entire series. It's a I think in a visual sense, it's like a masterpiece. It's yeah, it's so much. It's such a rich. There's so much you could watch that movie, you know, over many times, and you pick up new things each time from just. And there's certain things that were kind of annoying about it, sure, but I think from beginning to end, I think it's the best one. I'm not saying I think what's his name uh who played max did a great job but i'm not even saying he was as good or as charismatic as mel gibson in the role yeah but i think he's he's a really good actor and he did a great and he was great as max i'm just saying from a visual standpoint the movie is like it's it's a weird like silent movie as far as sparse dialogue but it's just constant sound but you know what I'm trying to say? It's like a... Oh, the sound. We've talked there's about... There's so much sound. Yes. We've talked about um, the scores, movie scoring and sound effects on, on multiple times. Oh. And I agree with you. Like that one, I... So here's the reason why when people would tell me that, I would debate them. It's not that I don't like Fury Road. I like Fury Road a lot, a lot. But I was like, I don't mm-hmm. think it should be as critically acclaimed because I... I thought the dialogue was so sparse, but then that's Mad Max. That's kind of like, um, they leave a lot to the imagination when it comes to the interactions between characters in those shows. And so Fury Road is no different. Um, but the actual score, both the music and the, um, the ominous of the music and then the, um, sound effects that they have, it's, it's really, it's powerful. It's a powerful movie. It is. It'll be interesting to see George Miller, you know, George Miller had a lawsuit with Warner Brothers and now there's coronavirus. You know, I think as long as he's alive, he's up there. He's getting up there. I think he's definitely in his late 70s, but I would love to see there's, you know, Clint Eastwood made movies uh, on a different scale. He doesn't make but Clint Eastwood's been an effective filmmaker. Wait, I mean, he's in his 80s now and uh I think it could be done. Uh, I mean, if it get, it'll be interesting to see. Like, could he top it? Could he, yeah. or could he even have an equal to Fury Road? You know, that, that, I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be a hard thing to live up to. You know? Do you know if he's trying to write something or put something together? I, I get from what I've you hear. You know how you hear different like yeah way things all over the place. But I've heard that he had other scripts. He had one where the story was largely around Charlie's Theron's character, Futurosa, and oh, and then like it, it was like three different stories or something. And I know I've heard various things that Tom Hardy was signed on for three or four movies. I thought he was cool. He was really cool in the role. Yeah. And so it'll be. Uh, hopefully, they get it off the ground. You know, at some yeah, point. that would yeah. be great. We need more of that. Um. So hey, really yeah. quick, changing gears. Uh, I know that yeah. a lot of times when you do your stand, we can talk about. We, 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 uh, I'm sorry, I was just saying we could talk about movies forever. You know, me. And yeah. Me oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might be a podcast in and of itself. Uh, Matthew and Kyle talking yeah. movies or something like that. Um, but yeah. I have heard rumors. So I know in the past when you used to do stand up, you had some friends or kind of a loosely, I guess, 
put together a motley crew of performers that would show up to mics and, and perform. I heard rumors that Wahoo has shown up at a few Zoom shows. Have you, are you in touch with Wahoo at all? Or have you seen yeah. him? I just talked to him this morning. Uh, he okay. was lost. I was really worried about him. Oh yeah, me too. I'm worried about him. He was lost during the fire. Um, oh no. Confusion about him. Um, the now that I'm on here, I can clear up. His name is Wahoo. So some people think like like the Chief Wahoo from the Cleveland Indians or something like that. Yeah, that's not his spelling is W A H U. He's not American Indian. I I mm. tried to explain to people he. He didn't know his parents. He's kind of like oh, a uh, tragic. He lives in, he's from the Santa Cruz Mountains. He didn't know his parents. He's kind of like a vagabond, mm-hmm. but he's a mentalist, a spiritual. He yeah. reads people. He reads people's stories. Yeah. To me, it's like just doing crowd work. But to him, this is his work. Yeah. And he uh, he had t- he had no idea. I assumed he was. Yeah. Uh, of some indigenous background, but he took a DNA test. He's a Dutch Calvinist. Uh, okay. Uh, but his yeah. dis- distant ancestors were Dutch Calvinists that okay. to uh, the Santa Cruz area. But he's just a man of the earth. He's just a very spiritual person. You read, after I will do a set with jokes or bits, or he'll come out and he'll read people. And yeah. That's what, well, and before, I, yeah. I'm almost wondering, you know, he may have gotten confused because you do hear a lot of people who come from uh, tra- tragic beginnings often yeah. have intuitions and um, I guess, I don't know what, what you want to call it, but they're very sensitive to things around him. And if he's from the Santa Cruz Hills, it may have been a situation where he was channeling different Ohlone, in, uh, Ohlone energies that are certainly flowing through the hills I in Santa Cruz. And maybe that's that. why people said, oh, that's cheap. Wow. But no, he's not. He never said at any point he I has tried, indigenous background, right? I, I tried to make it clear with people and uh, it's, you know, I learn more things about him all the time, but, sure. uh, but you know, I've been trying to, no matter what I say, sometimes people misinterpret, but that's all. But yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty popular in small, like, not, uh, you know, in local open mics and, and, yeah. and, and, and showcases uh, people, and he's done showcases and slow and 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 uh, you know uh, Los Banos and different places, but it's mostly in the South Bay area. But he he, you know, people who mistake me for him sometimes they they really it they, happens. They really yeah. like to they really want to see Wahoo. You know? Yeah, I, I feel competitive with him sometimes, but yeah. Well, what about, and then what about Dupree? Wasn't there another guy by the name of, um, Robert Dupree would sometimes come before I do a set and he's just like a Southern, uh, uh, he's a lawyer. He teaches, uh, civics and civility. He's, uh, is he okay right now? Have you been in touch with He's from, he's from Savannah, Georgia. And, uh, he's, he's kind of laying low right now, but I, I, Talk to him since actually the quarantine thing, but he's fine. He's happy, and uh, I, he, I'm when I do uh, go to open mics, I try to just usually unless it's like a few select places where they ask, I try to just do my set me without yeah. my friend. 
but there's a few select places Wahoo will come out uh, and and for showcases Robert Dupree and Wahoo will come out but but for like open mics I'm just trying to just myself do stand up and then but there's a couple places that they ask they like where they they start calling for Wahoo yeah 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 no it's good I I bet I'm sure Robert Dupree is probably writing a lot of poetry right now because he has some very powerful pieces that he reads um, when yeah, he does I, I hope so. And that should be good. So in your conversations with Wahoo today, is he, what's his plan with this whole fire? I mean, I'm, I'm really crushed. I see up there in uh, Big Basin, that main building burned down, and I know that a lot of people are evacuating. So is Wahoo, he, is he in a safe place right now? Yeah, well, last I heard, he was uh, pil- pilgrimaging up north, Okay. Uh, he was going to go, I think, somewhere near. There's some place north of Sacramento. I forget the area. I'm okay. not as familiar. I'm, I grew up in Long Beach, so I'm not as familiar with it. But he wanted to, I think he wants to lay low for a while. He may come out this week at a few, at a, at a Zoom mic or, or two. But yeah, uh, he, he's kind of laying low. And I think they'll both lay low uh, until things open up more and, and yeah. we can start doing sets in person. Now I've seen some outside things open up, but uh, nothing really in the South Bay, except there was one in San Pedro Square. I don't know. It was a showcase. I don't know if it went through though with all the fires. I don't know if, the, uh, if it know. still went through because the air quality, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I think Brian was doing that. I hope it, I hope it went well, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I hadn't heard of that one, but I, yeah, I would say probably people shouldn't be out breathing this air. Yeah. Um, think, what was I going to say? Yeah, but your, I bet. Your gut, I, your gut feeling, do you think things will open up more in 2021? That's my hope is things open up more in 2021. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I'm to the point where I have, I have no projection, no projections and no opinions anymore because yeah. it's, it's almost to the point where I just live moment to moment. And I don't look at the news much anymore because I think the news was giving me some problems. Dude, it so, makes me too anxious. Absolutely. I can't good. watch it. No, I don't I watch too, it. I get too anxious from it. You know, I, I used like to shit. like, I used to like X-Files. You remember the show X-Files? Yes. Yeah. So I, I used to be a conspiracy guy because I uh-huh. thought Fox and Mulder you know, we're really onto something. And I would read books, conspiracy books by legitimate people, not uh-huh. just from TV. And then I let it all go because what happened is I started, um, I started working in big organizations and I started working with other organizations that, you know, kind of conspiracy theorists would say are perpetrator of conspiracies. And I realized that the bigger the organization gets, the less likely they would be able to pull off a conspiracy. I see. But where I'm going with all this is the, the news media now is like, there's something going on with mind control, 100%. And I don't know if they're doing it, um, what's this called, uh, knowingly. Right. I, I think it might be an unknowing thing where they're getting people whipped up in fervor. I think and panic, so. and I think that um, all the news agencies, and not just news, I mean social media, everything. I think any way you get information right now is subject to distrust by by you, a critical thinker. If you're a critical thinker right now, you shouldn't be reading anything in your social media feed. 
You shouldn't be reading anything from any news outlet. You should be, um, what's this called? Living your life to its fullest potential and whatever that means. Like if it means you have a career, go focus on that. If that means you have a family or a friend you're focused on, focus on that. I, I, I totally agree with you. And I, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not here to get political left, yeah. right, whatever. I, I, I think there's... I, I mentioned you before, there's things on both extremes that I don't care for, political yeah. extremes that I don't care for. I, I tend to think I am not a fan of the media. I'll say it's a, that's a generalization. There's, I'm sure there's some great journalists and some good stuff, but I'm just, I think there, I think that the, there's a lot of uh, harm done. Yeah, uh, it's getting bad. Uh, but but I, I just want to say, like, as an example of this, uh, uh, there's a on Yahoo search engine. Mm-hmm. I think there is sometimes a slant and bias that you'll get from journalists, and uh, they. It was interesting is often the stories that, and I know it's like an algorithm and stuff, but Yahoo has its own articles too, and they would, yeah. they would often. It seems a lot of the stories would push a certain narrative or go a certain, narrative, and then you'd read the comment section. And almost like in the 90 percentile, there'd be thousands of comments totally in disagreement with the oh, what they saw as the editorializing of the of the journalist. Yeah. And about a month ago, they removed they removed the ability on Yahoo for people to make comments on the articles. Oh, of course. Because they said it was they wanted it to be a safe place. And I thought, isn't that it's just an interesting thing to think about where there can't be room for people to have uh, opinions that don't go with the narrative or something. It, uh, and I look, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I just think there's, there's biases. And I think there's people on both extremes that annoy the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, I know the conspiracy goes even deeper because there's the media conspiracy, but then there's the search engine conspiracy. And so you nailed it. When you go do a search for something you're interested in on Google, you'll get one set that their algorithm deems as most relevant. And then you go to the same search on Yahoo and they'll give you what they consider most relevant. And then you jump from search engine to search engine and you're being fed, you're actually being fed an opinion of the search engine. And people- I can see that. Yeah, people don't wanna own up to the fact that that's what a search algorithm is. It's an opinion based on whatever data sets people at the, that search engine are putting in anyway we're going off the rails yeah we're going off quick, the rails kyle r- I real want, quick i just want to yeah. say is that i i realize we're matching it looks like we're matching and i like it yeah yeah well there was something in the air where i i thought like you know i wonder if this scrub blue would be a good you're a little more blue you're a little more blue than me i'm a little more teal i think but we look closely to the matching you know? yeah i think my i think we both i mean i'm fitting in with the bora bora background you're fitting in with his um, with your gym shorts in that picture, yeah. Um, and so we did good. I think we did good. Um, hey, Kyle. I also, it's important that I bring this up. Um, I think I mentioned at the top of the call that I'm a big time YouTube sensation now. Oh, look at that! Wow, that's me at the park. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a baby picture, right? Yeah, it was a couple. Actually, it was like a couple months ago. But yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Just get the part. No, it, yeah, it was a good, nice puppy jacket. Um, 
But as a big time YouTube star, did I mention that I'm a big time YouTube sensation? You are. You are a big YouTube since I love it. So I know you have a connection to one of the hottest names in YouTube right now. That's very kind of you. I came across this guy's page because I wanted to get the best shaver I could possibly get. Okay. And speaking of the search engine algorithm, when I searched for best shaver ever, a guy named Andrew Pinion showed up. Oh, thank you. Kind and I yeah. clicked on it, and the channel is amazing. He's the hottest thing since PewDiePie. Uh, talk to me <laughs> about Andrew Pinion. How do you know? Do you know him? Is it true that you know him? What's he all about? Yeah. yeah. He's, I'll just say, I said this the other day, and I said it on Mean Dave's thing before, and it doesn't make a lot of sense how I'm going to say it. I'm not pulling the third wall or anything. I'll just say, for, or oh, yeah, I'm wording that wrong, but uh-huh. where, whereas if I, this is how I look at him, uh, look at Andrew Pinion. Uh, I want to make it clear. It's not me. It's Andrew right. Pinion. Right? right. With that said, I look at him, it's not like uh, he's a totally, entirely different person, like my friends, Robert Dupree and Wahoo. He is more like, someone might say a character in the sense of like a Clark Kent, like an alias, okay. an, exag- an, an exaggerated alias of a very small part of me. It's not me, but it's an exaggerated alias of a small part of me that likes, uh-huh. that is likes to categorize and label things i know that it's just an opinion that opinions are not they don't define things but uh i it's a small part of me and there's a small part of that in a lot of us i think that that might there's a big part of it with a lot of people i think but uh where we there you know I'll speak for myself and say that it's uh, there's a small part of me that enjoys like labeling you know, what's my my favorite movies, why this is a great movie, not you know, and and Andrew Pinion does this on in the most it, with the uh, with what I call mega chain fast food products and right now disposable razors and in the most broad. Uh, uh, what some people would define as mass culture way. I almost look mm. at Andrew Pinion as, as looking at mass culture with a avant-garde lens. Mm, interesting. <laughs> that sounds pretentious, but it's shitty. But yeah, I, 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 I don't know what I was talking about right there, but you, you that's the best way to find it. But he, he, Andrew Pinion is, uh, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. He, 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 uh, Right now, he's like he just went through the Jack in the Box and Burger King menus, yeah. pretty much. And the whole he, menu. Well, he skips like salads and and why? Why would he or, skip salads? Well, I can speak for myself and say, like, I love salad. I eat oh. salad often at night. Okay, but I could eat salad at home, and he's probably thinking, you know, why would if he's going to go if he wants salad, why is he going to the Jack in the Box? You know. Oh, but you know what? Sometimes what I like to do, Kyle, is I like to, I'm a shit disturber. And so what I'll do is I'll go with friends. We'll be hanging out and someone will go, Hey, I'm hungry. Where do you want to go? And then we'll go to, um, we'll go to 
like a jack-in-the-box and I'll look for the only vegetable, whole vegetable food uh-huh. item that they have. And then while everyone's eating their fries and their burger and their you're, tacos. You're a troublemaker. I, I just, I eat it and I crunch and I go, this is a great salad. This is the best salad. You know what? Sweet tomatoes is getting a run for their money with, with, this, <laughs> with this salad right here. And then yeah. I just try and, you know, twist the nails a little bit. So I think that, that I think that, look, I, um, who am I to tell an internet great like Andrew Pinion how to do his job? But I'm curious about the vegetation at the mega chain fast food. Um, I, I, get that, I get that. And, and look, I think you're a great, I think Andrew Pinion's great. He's just kind of, um, you know, that's his style. And, and it's like he'll do, he's very, uh, he's very much a completist. Okay. but there's certain things he's like ah no i don't have to do that i i don't know mm-hmm. he does what it feel the com- it's completion but it's a lot of completion i mean he did 12 uh jack in the- and he's not never going to do a jack in the box video again he's just done for a while but yeah and then and when there's the next promotional item he's trying to go through all the, a lot of the different ones and he's gone through two and he's gone through the breakfast mcdonald's and then he does, you know, the disposable razors. He wears a hat and round, uh, round sunglasses when he shaves. For the- what's the, like, what's the deal? How often does he come around? Would he ever be able to join me on a podcast? If I, I, I think, I think, you know, I could, I, I could get him if okay. you want me. You want me to get him? Well, I mean, do you think you could get him today? Like right now yeah. for the podcast? You want me to? I can. I, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, maybe if you can try dialing them up, because I think the viewers, the listening audience, would really be interested in Andrew Pinion. Andrew Pinion and I okay. do have some uh, questions that I am just curious. Okay, about. Let's, yeah, I'm gonna go. He, he. I know he was supposed to go to the Deerdon uh, market. That's pretty close to me. So let oh, me see okay. if I'm on his car phone. Can you hold on just a minute? Yeah. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, so what, what's happening right now is Kyle is attempting to connect with the uh, hottest YouTube sensation since PewDiePie, Andrew Pinion. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to his channel yet, then all I have to say is that you are slipping, my friend. You are slipping. Uh, this is a big-time YouTube review channel with big-time opinions from a big-time personality. Andrew Pinion. So I don't, I, I, I don't think we'll probably be able to get him on the Zoom, but if we can get him, this is going to be a big deal. Um, and I think that you as a listening audience will definitely owe me. You'll owe me great, greatly. Who, who am I trying to kid? You should definitely Venmo, Venmo me your life savings if we are able to get Andrew. Oh, hey. oh goodness. Yeah, I just switched on. The, he called me, so I'm on that. Okay. I'm on my phone in my car right now. Andrew Pinion, man, this is a real, um, this is just, I can't express to you how happy I am. I'm, I'm actually nervous. Um, your friend Kyle, we were, we were just talking about uh, this podcast I have, and he was saying, oh, yeah, I've got big time uh, comedians on it before, but I have to tell you, I'm more nervous about chatting with you because I respect your opinion and because I respect what you're doing as a YouTuber and a columnist that I, I'm very nervous right now. So welcome to the show. 
Andrew Pinion. Welcome Thank to you. the show. Um, you. you shouldn't be nervous because uh, I'm sorry my voice changed a little bit. I just shaved recently. When I shave, my voice sometimes goes deep. Um, I think it's the the uh, animalism that comes out of me when I shave. But uh, I don't want you to be nervous because you're a star. I'm a star. That's true. We're, we're both YouTube sensations. Uh, we're in this together. Yeah. Uh, just trying to categorize and label the world. And, uh, you know, we all got our, we all have our job to fill, you know? Yeah. So, I, I Andrew. Embarrassed. I feel like I'm matching what you and uh, Kyle are wearing today. T-shirts. But, yeah. uh, you know, there might've been something there. How was the Deer Dawn? Uh, the Deer Dawn, was it Farmer's Market or? Where, where no, we... It's actually the best, it is the best corner store in San Jose. They won an award. Uh, uh, and, well, they were mentioned in the Metro as the best corner store in San Jose, California. They're the nicest guys. They're two Syrian Christian men who, uh, they're just, the, I don't know how else how to describe it. They're like, they, it's a family atmosphere. They, people come in and when they reopen, there was like a line out the door. They treat people, they're, they're kind, they're trustworthy, their store is clean. I don't know how to, I mean, you think store is clean. Well, that's common sense. How many liquor stores do you go? It and can it's get just dicey. Like, it's dicey. And there's, it's not even a liquor store. It's a more like a bodega. They don't, they sell wine. They don't sell liquor, but bodega. it's just a, a clean aisles. They're, yeah. they're just the nicest brothers. And uh, I, I can't say enough good about them. They're, they're representing just, San Jose. Properly. Yes, they, it's like a community atmosphere, you know, what, yeah. uh, you know, I've, uh, they, I've never, I see people there like talking to them on a first name basis and they're just the nicest guys. Yeah. That's great. Now they uh, have Marion's ice cream there, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's big time. You should, have you reviewed that on one of your, uh, videos yet? No, my, my snobbish brother, uh, Sir Andrew Pinion might get to that at some point. Mm, talk to me about when you first knew you wanted to categorize the world? When I was a little uh, boy, um, I had a grandfather, Jack Pinion, and he sat me down. He said, you know, you're not good at a lot of stuff, but you're good at having an opinion on something and labeling stuff. So go out there and do your goddamn job. That's what Jack <laughs> Pinion told me. That's, that's, oh, so it was tough love. It was a tough love session. Yeah, so I've been planning it for, for quite a while. And yeah. I started doing it. The world was about to end, I figured. It was July-ish. And I said, uh, now's as good a time as that any. It sounds like it. Andrew, what I would like to do is I have some words written down in my journal here. And uh, what I'd like to do with someone who is superior at categorizing, I'm going to do a word association uh, game challenge with you. Please. And I'm going to just say words and then you, you give me whatever comes to your mind. Uh, okay. Whatever comes to your mind, just free flow. There's no wrong answer here. This is purely just free flowing energy. The first word I have for you is Jack in the box. Guilty pleasure. Okay. The second word that I have is Shaver. Life. 
to life. The other word I have is pickle. No wrong answer here. This is just free-flowing energy. Godly. Okay. The other one I have is toilet paper. Utility. Next word I have is shades. Great vision. Great vision. And then, and then the last uh, word I have here is YouTube. Nature. Thank you very much, Andrew. Andrew, I uh, just wanted to know, what can people expect from you over the next coming months? Are you going to continue to do this? Is this a temporary? And then how is that brother of yours, Sir Pinion, um, well, how, how is his pretensions, pretentiousness uh, playing out with your uh, meteoric rise? We don't really see eye to eye on a lot of things, but he's going to be he, he's going to come out really soon. Uh, the first review he's going to do is the 1970 Wilkinson sword bonded uh, shaver system. It's okay. <laughs> Wilkinson. I do remember the Wilkinson. I think that was around um, my birth year. Wilkinson sword. Wilkinson yeah. Sword was a sword maker and uh, the first cartridge system shaver of one blade, 1970. And uh, they don't sell them anymore, but uh, uh, Sir Andrew, Sir Pinion's got it. And uh, okay. I was tickled just because I think I find its pretensions a little amusing, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I will, um, I, I plan on getting through the three blades and mm. uh Right now, I just came out with a recent, uh, I did uh, Comfort 3 Bic and a Schick Extreme 3 face and body. And I'm going to finish the Burger King breakfast uh, tomorrow or the next day. And then I'm going to finish McDonald's. And uh, we're going to see there, uh, me, uh, Kyle's friend Faco was in negotiations to do a uh, Wiener Schnitzel, a uh, series of Wiener Schnitzel reviews. Perhaps 7-Eleven and AMPM are in the works too. I think I think Faco would probably be the um, perfect companion to bring on a Wiener Schnitzel um, review because I Correct. think he he has an exquisite uh, what do you want to call it palate for great, um, Eastern European and European food. He's got a great palate. He's got a he's got great. Yeah. It's a great it's a great catch. Yeah, so that would be a great catch. That that I, video I would, could break the internet. I mean, move over Kim Kardashian, Faco and Andrew reviewing Wiener Schnitzel. That's a big deal. Well, I would like you to come aboard too. Uh, oh, uh, you know, one hundred percent. We'd be like Voltron. Let's just let's get all the lions together, and then we can use the Wilkin, Wilkinson's razor as a as a weapon of sorts, and just go uh, you know battle those bad guys, those villains. You know, I'd like to put on some a, a pair of big uh, swimming trunks and come join you. You know, we're gonna we're we're yeah. gonna we're gonna take the the and take it by storm. I'm I'm currently at 81 uh, subscribers. I'm okay. trying with hopefully with some help, I could get to 100, which is the uh, 
I think I think YouTube anoints you as a top uh, YouTube once you're at a hundred subscribers. I'm at 47 subscribers right now, and we'll we'll work together. We'll both get to a hundred, and then you we get the I forget there's a there's a level they call it. It's like fiberglass or something. I can't think of the name of it. And you well, YouTube actually sent me this after my 40th subscriber. It's a plaque. As you can see, it's a little different. Um, they printed this plaque on yellow manila lined paper. Was that written on by a Bic, by any chance? Big crystal? I think it, I, I, no, you know what? I think this brings up a good point. I believe that that was done with red Sharpie by the Brain Trust over at YouTube. And I don't think I've seen you do any Sharpie reviews. Uh, of course, now that's writing. Yeah, I've done two Big Crystals and a Whiteout uh, review. Okay. Okay. Uh, they're the only writing tools because they're they're essential classics and big bought out wide out. So I yeah. just think keep it in the fold. I'm planning on um, what was I thinking? I I I, I thought that. Uh, can I can I, I get? I have one more question for you. Yes, and then I'll go. Uh, Kyle's probably waiting. So. Yeah, yeah. I think we got to get Kyle back on. I do have one more question, and I could talk to you for hours, Andrew. But I. I want your uh, opinion on men who use a Fusion 5 to shave because I have been Fusion 5 ride or die for probably, I'd say a decade now. Or it was the four and then they gave the fifth one and I had to, I had to go for it. Uh, what, what is your opinion? Do you think less of me or is this something that you uh, would recommend? What are your thoughts? It sounds. I think it sounds terrific. Uh, uh, I think it sounds fantastic. It's. It's. You're getting really up there, advanced in the razor wars. Uh, we we yes. will meet. You, we will meet you in the future. Uh, I'll say this: that uh, Charles Bronson, as Paul Kersey in Death Wish Three, says uh, he has a great line that says that is an extreme position, and I feel like uh, that's a good way to sum up the five. But uh, it's great talking to you, Matthew. I'll see yes. You soon. Oh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining. Um, and I, I hope to work together with you soon. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, what can I say? You just witnessed internet history right there. I think when modern man first envisioned data packets racing to and fro over copper wire, this is what they were envisioning. The meeting of a great man and his opinion on a podcast. Oh, hey, Kyle. Kyle. Oh, I did you get some? Oh, that's great that you were able to get some swim time this summer. Oh, goodness gracious. Now, who is that in the picture, Kyle? You're muted, buddy. Here, let me unmute you. Oh, no, you have to unmute yourself. Uh, that's my babysitter. One of my <laughs> babysitters, yeah. Of course, of course it is. Do you ever have these feelings like sometimes you feel a little silly for your babysitter? Like some maybe in your pants, you have some feelings? Because <laughs> I'm having some feelings in my pants just watching her play with you in that tube. She's very comforting. Like, I feel like, I feel safe with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel and safe with her. Sometimes I could just cuddle, you know. Sure, sure. As long as you have your SPF 35 on your nose, because you don't want to get sunburned. That's true. Uh, yes. Yeah. So Kyle, this has been, this has been a great podcast. Um, 
I, I'm sorry. I feel been kind of low energy. Man. Don't worry about it. It's okay. There's, I mean, there's a pandemic going on. We may not even be alive tomorrow. So this might nope. never make it to the internet. God help us. <laughs> We're all helpless. So Kyle, uh, Hey man, this has been fun. Uh, thank you very much for bringing Andrew Pinion on. Oh, are you kidding me? I mean, I, I've been trying to help, help hustle with him. And I think yeah. that, I think that I've really, I, I put an effort. I'm one of his cameramen and, and putting an effort to get his name out there. And yeah, so I, I thank you. I really appreciate it. And he thanks you. Um, yeah. Just told, he just texted me something. He asked that, uh, he asked that there's a moment in this where he picks his eye with his glass. He asked if you can edit that out because he doesn't want people to see his eyes. I don't know. Oh, his eyes. Okay. I'll look for his eyes. So he doesn't want anyone to see his pupils or what about yeah. eyebrows? Is he okay with eyebrows or eyelashes? I, I just doesn't want people to see his eyes for some reason. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can edit that out. Eyes. I don't know. I'll I, accommodate that. I, I'm trying to, I, I learned new stuff from him, but maybe yeah. one day we'll, we'll get to the bottom of that. You know, you know what? Here's what I've found uh, ever since I've been a big time YouTube sensation. And I'm hobnobbing, rubbing elbows with other big time celebrities like, you know, Ellen and Brad Pitt, um, is that some celebrities are very temperamental. Yeah. And I, I know he's a humble man and he's nothing like his brother, Sir Pinion, who can be yeah. a little, I mean, let's face it. I don't want to speak ill of another person behind their back, but let's face it. He, um, he likes stuff, you know. Yeah. He doesn't like what he calls civilian kind of stuff. Exactly. That's why the sword uh, reviews yeah. the sword shavers. Cool, man. Well, thank you very much for joining the podcast and we will thank be you. in touch. Thank you. And uh, All right. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Was there anything else or should I just stop the recording? I'm going to stop the recording. All right, people, yes. you can stop listening now. Goodbye.